With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. I live for a little bit of luxury, but if you ask me, the best kind of luxury is the unexpected everyday moments, like for example, fine jewelry with loungewear that can also pair perfectly with evening wear, a leather jacket, or a freaking bathrobe for that matter. When it comes to fine jewelry that suits any occasion, we're always rocking majority. They make fine jewelry for every day. Think 14 karat solid gold staples, sterling silver pieces, even pieces incorporating freshwater pearls and ethically sourced diamonds. All that without the insane retail markups, okay? Traditionally, fine jewelry is marked up 10 times. Majori does away with that, so you pay what the jewelry should cost and not a penny more. Majori makes fine jewelry accessible and available to everyone the way it should be. Head to Majori.com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Girlfriend Collective. If you are on the hunt for the perfect leggings, just stop because we found them already, okay? Of course, we're talking about Girlfriend Collective. Ugh, these leggings are so good, y'all. Squat proof, so many length options, different compression levels, tons of color options, and they come with pockets. I mean, come on. Oh, and one more thing. They're sustainable. Girlfriend Collective uses recycled materials to make all of their clothing and their shipping 100% recyclable. Like I said, look no further. Girlfriend Collective has got you covered. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty. Girlfriend.com slash chatty. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Happy Thursday, Broads! Happy Thursday! Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to you. Okay, well, I'm trying to start it off with a good energy because... Lord knows this morning we're recording on Tuesday and this morning I just recorded a emotionally an emotionally charged episode really railing on Greg and I'm just recovering I am processing and I'm also devastated that I'm not joined by Jess this week but devastated yeah I really want devast- to I'm a devastation no, no no not for this episode necessarily but for the Tuesday episode I was pretty devastated that she and I we've been building up to this moment all season for our redemption with Greg well it is true yeah it is sad that she's not here to to revel in that glory with you um of are, being right are you gonna be staring at yourself in the console the entire time I just want to see how I how I'm <laughs> How I'm filling out. We have a little screen in the corner, Broads, where you can see the camera shot. And Gray's eyes are transfixed upon himself. See how I look when I'm flexing in the camera. Whenever I'm on Zoom, did you know that you can click a little thing to make the view of yourself go away? 
Yeah, but uh, it's also hard because the TV's right in front of me. I know. Lee, you should angle the TV away from Grayston. He literally won't be able to look me in the eyes or, What's or elsewhere. What's up, pretty? Who knows? I might be looking at you. No, you're 100% looking at yourself. Don't What's even front. Up? All right. Anyway, um, so we are captaining the ship. Yes. Uh, high five, high five. Um, and in true chaotic fashion, I had a couple ideas of what we'd do for this episode, but none of them really came to fruition. I'm like, whatever. Gray and I will just end up shooting the shit for an hour and a half, which is totally fine by me. But then we had an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how this is going to work out, though. Well, we're going to try to roll with it. I have no doubt Beck and I are going to fill the time, but uh, the initial idea was to follow the asking Becca's dad for advice concept that she well, did we on her want, I Instagram. Think, I think Jess and I do want to do a full interview with him on the podcast, but... Um, but we're going to do the same thing just with my mom. And my, well, this is our idea. Now, as you all know, I'm a big H3 podcast fan. But I swear to God, I don't, I don't intentionally copy everything that they do. I've been wanting to get... I've actually no, been telling Jess for years now that I want to get each of our parents on the podcast. Like, yeah. I want to interview Jess's mom, be like, what was Jess like as a kid? I want to get my parents on. I mean, I've been trying to do this for a really long time. Um, but recently, I think that they're starting to warm more up to it. So our idea was that we could get some advice questions. We'll answer some of them. And then we'll ask the, we'll call up Gray's mom, ask her some of these advice questions. We'll see how that goes. And then if we can get a hold of my dad as well, we will... Ask the same questions and compare the advice that you're being given. Should we like, should you and I like rate it too? Decide well, whose I advice is better? I don't know. We'll see who's pandering to the audience more. <laughs> Be like, who's more self-conscious that they're like saying stuff and who's more just shooting from the hip and giving you real advice? I'm going to have to call my dad and be like, oh, this is just like a tiny little thing we're doing. Just like a little project. Because yeah. your dad was all concerned <laughs> about his like backlash from like answering those things. But then he was also telling people all about it. That's like his new golf conversation. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, yeah, my daughter. Be like, I said, and for- I said, get a job. Mm-hmm. And he's t- probably told that to a hundred people now. Yeah, for those of you that didn't see, I did a little Q and A segment with my dad on my Instagram, and uh, it was, in my opinion, pretty entertaining. Yeah, he was very proud of himself after. Now, before we actually get into doing any of that, first of all, how hi, how are you? Since it's just me and you on the podcast today, plug away any projects, my man. This is Plug Central. <laughs> upcoming projects, so many upcoming projects. <laughs> but for real, do you have anything in particular that you want to plug? Well, there's no dates on any of it yet. But mm. the gym is finally launching e-com. So do people know what that is? E-commerce. Internet. So, yeah. You can Shopping buy stuff on, on the, internet. the internet. But we're opening a lifestyle shop for the gym based on what we think the sport of indoor climbing apparel sort of cute, like should look like or not should. It's just our take on those things. So it'll be a lifestyle shop for the casual gym goer or like outdoor recreation climbing inspired person so we're excited about that things can range from clothing to homewares and home goods and a lot of it'll be collabs from our friends and then uh launching my nonprofit very soon which will be exciting 
Um, okay, okay, that's it. I wanted to stop. Quick- These are quick collabs. Becca has new clothing <laughs> drops coming out that you can pre-order. Are you still pre-ordering? No, it was only for 24 hours on Tuesday. Oh, too bad, you guys. Then you're just out of the pre-order. You're going to have to anticipate it. The, actually, Lily, the new nanny, was really excited about the shirt. Oh, really? Yeah, she was like, I am obsessed with all things astrology. Where is this and how do I get it? And I was like, oh, that's Becca's clothing company. And she was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, you'll have to ask her about it. Aww. I didn't want to go into like a whole sales thing. Love that. Yeah. Love our nanny sex positive astrology positive queen. Yes. And then what else? There's got to be something else. This this is not very good for plugs. Oh my God. All right. You're cut off from your plugs. Stop. You could go on forever. (laughs) Well, my buddy has a project. (laughs) Let me just think through my head. What other plugs? Your 32nd birthday is coming up next month. My 30, at first I thought you said my 32nd, like it's going to be for 30 seconds. And I was like, what is a 32nd birthday? Okay. And I realized I'm turning 32 and this is what being up since 530. Oh my God, dude. That's what I said on. Will do to you. That's what I said this morning too. I was like, not only did we just stay up too late, I stayed up way too late. Our freaking kids were up at five. Why, why, why do they do this to us? It's a perfect example of there are some days when you love your kids and some days you want to put a for sale sign on them. Just put them out front. Just be like lowest bidder. Uh, They're free even potentially. I could never because I'm such a better parent than you. I would just put a sign that says pretty good kids. I just need more sleep. Did you ever, do you remember Shel Silverstein's, um, little brother for sale? Little, yeah. Or yeah. was it little brother for sale? Or I remember it clearly. Or little sister for sale, something like that. Anyway. Okay. Plugs aside, there's a couple other things I need to talk with you about. First of all, people want to know your feelings about last Thursday's episode. Mm. Evan and I are going to talk about it. Have you even listened to it yet? No. Why would I listen to it? You're not I know everything to. I need to know. You had your boy, you had your ex fucking <laughs> idiot on and you guys talked about what a positive time you guys had together and now you're burgeoning your friendship again and um, I have thoughts and feelings. Do I think it's rude on certain levels? Yes. Am I trying to be understanding? Yes <gasps> and no at the same time. So me and Evan will talk <laughs> all about it. That's something I want to talk with my guy friends about and you know, Less so with you. <laughs> who says I was? Gross. Who said I was developing a friendship? You're literally in the car talking about how you asked him to invite us to his holiday party. Okay, it's not. Is that just, not chasing a friendship? I'm chasing the holiday party. Okay. Who here thinks lines are being crossed? Boundaries being blurred by Rebecca. You know, one idea we had for this podcast was to uh, host our remote couples therapy live <laughs> on here. That would have been fire. Can you stop? I'm, I'm being dead serious, actually. Hey, Lee, can you turn that monitor? Because Gray can't stop looking at himself. Like, literally, he's just staring himself dead in the eyes and has been the last 15 minutes. It's impossible. I'm looking right at myself. <laughs> It's impossible not to. It's literally, it it is directly in my line of sight. Yeah, no, I get that. There we go. More. 
Perfect. There you go. Better? Do I have your attention? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so you're going to chat with that about... Chat yeah, about Evan that and I will talk about it. Okay? You've done enough. You are reveling in the opportunity to stir shit. <laughs> Did you all see Gray, the chatty broad's Instagram comments? What did I say? So, so, so inappropriate. No, you said beyond disrespectful or something. Oh, so disrespectful. You know, I wasn't even asked if I was okay with that. That's not true. Is it not? That's not true. I literally said, would you be okay with us having him on? And you're like, yeah, this is you. Yeah, whatever. Demonstration of my quality active listening skills. Okay, so on to our discussions. Underwear questions, the send-ins. What do we got? Open Stop. your DMs. You are not, are you being serious right now? Don't Evan say, and I are going to talk about it. Don't I said say, I was going to talk about it on Chatty Bros. Do not try to steal Chatty Bros. Thunder. Do not try to steal <laughs> Chatty Bros. Thunder. We Bro, are in you're, active, out here, you're out here hyping are, up this episode. We are in an active competition for higher ratings than the Chatty Broads. <laughs> And I am not going to work against myself by playing into your attempts to get me to talk about the content I have explicitly stated I will be discussing on me and Evan's next episode. I'm sorry, that's a boundary. You're right. That's a boundary. Respect my boundaries. Uh, You're right. Okay. Other question that would not be relevant for anyone we're trying to contact. What happens if we can't get a hold of your mom or my dad? Have, Have we thought about this? No. We'll what, just figure it out. We'll see what we'll happens. Just, we'll just give our own advice. My mom is going to pick up. Oh, that's going to be good. All right. All right. Also a question from the audience. Gray, if Greg was your boy, what would you say to him about last night? If you watched if that Greg shit If Greg was on? my friend and I watched him, argue, I'd be like, bro, you need to, like... <sighs> the thing that's like... I don't know. You know, this was something I actually dealt with in college when my senior year, I lived with four girls and me and I watched some of my friends date my roommates Mm. and I got to see how they were faced with the reality of like seeing the completely other, seeing the other side to my guy friends, which was seeing them as a partner and how they treated Mm. their partners. Mm. And a lot of them were really disappointing. Mm. Um, just coming to that reality of being like, oh, they're such a good guy, but never really taking into consideration like how they're treating their ex-girlfriends or how they're treating girls that they're casually dating or like, you know, how they handle confrontation from those same people. And being, being like a, a list, like being, you know, a sounding board for both of them. Being able to see both sides of the story kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, look, like, Greg's going to tell his friends, like, his whole, like, how what a victim he is in this situation. And ultimately, it's like, Greg just made a decision. Or he had, like, preemptively made a decision that he was going to find any out he possibly could. I don't think it's a... I, I literally don't think it's the first time that Katie is telling him that she's not going to say I love you to no. any of the contestants. No. That is seems like... Like, you know, we only see glimpses of the conversations they have. I think that's something Katie's been pretty upfront with all the contestants Absolutely. about. And when you see Blake's response to 
Greg being like, oh my gosh, like I can't handle this. He's like, well, it's not something, you know, what are you expecting? And also, I mean, Blake's been on the show before, but still it's not news to anybody. Yeah. None of it's news to anyone. And so for him to make like such a big deal about it, not only then when Katie's like, can you just tell me exactly what it is that you want from me? And he won't answer the question. He's just being like super petty and passive aggressive. And it's like, well, what did you want to hear from anybody? Like, that's all I wanted to hear. And she's literally like, you're my front runner. You're my very first choice. You have been from the very get go. I see myself getting with you at the end of this. Can you just please trust me? through the rest of this process. What the fuck more do you want to hear from a contestant? She basically ruined the show for everybody. If he had stayed on, all the other conversations are just pointless. Yeah, and and you and know she what? she laid that out for him. Someone in the comments was like, uh, and I hadn't heard it in these words before, but they were like, Greg keeps moving the goalposts. Yeah. Every time they have a conversation of like, oh no, this is actually what I need from you. You know, oh, this is actually what I need from you kind of thing. Like you said, never make it clear and what I said on the podcast on Tuesday was I think I don't want to repeat everything but since we're chatting about it um I think he was trying to push past her boundary of saying no I'm not going to say I love you or tell you that you're the one at the end the other thing is is he's acting like he should be rewarded for being like emotionally somewhat oh i mean dude this is like right like this, he was he was entitled to this a certain is response. such like it's a typical example of like overly masculinized like bullshit to me of like that's the most open you've ever been with anyone his you, family said oh greg never talks about his dad to us that's a problem <laughs> that's a problem that's an obvious i don't need to be a professional to diagnose that as a fucking problem especially going into any any relationship where you're going to be emotionally open or available to people yes. you're completely closed off from yourself if you can't talk about these things and literally just being like i'm sad that my dad is no longer with us that's the most open i've ever been to anybody is like bro you have a lot of unpacking to do and you also don't seem to under like it's just, just like dude nothing you said was special yeah like, I get it's hard. It's hard for you to talk about it, but it's like, you didn't open up anything. You just like, yeah, my dad died and it's sad and I miss him and he died young. Her dad did too. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And she doesn't owe you the world for saying that. She doesn't owe you anything for being open to her. And that was the stuff that was really pissing me off about it is he was like, I laid my heart on the line, whatever the fuck he kept saying that he was like so open to her and more so than anybody. And that like, she should basically be like groveling at his feet and thanking him for, for being open to her in the way that he did. I don't know. I'm just like, it's so manipulative and, yeah like you said moving the goalposts and just rewording it was it was like a child where there's nothing you can say to console that person yeah and that they just want to be pissed off and yeah like that those are clear signs of like an emotionally manipulative person he might not even be aware that he's doing this he's probably done it his entire life it's a learned behavior you know it's defensive right 
Yes. 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 That's all it is. It's, to it's make like sure an emotional defense mechanism. Yeah. And that's where like, to me, I think I would be really interested to see how Greg responds to watching himself in those arguments. Well, dude, this is what Greg's friend tweeted. So this is kind of interesting since people are asking you like, what would you say if Greg was your friend? His friend tweeted, um, cause reality, Steve tweeted the victim game. Greg is playing isn't working at all, whatever. And then Greg's friend tweeted, the victim game that was the most vulnerable i've ever seen a man speak in my entire life and the response katie gave was i just like looking at you i watched this man cry every day when he got home he was broken what do you think about that i i just think all these guys need a lot of therapy and like self-work <laughs> in terms of like what like crying isn't crying isn't necessarily like emotionally open and available no i mean he's it's, yeah and even just saying like you fill the hole in my heart where my dad was it's like really and so then okay but the stuff that's so that stuff that stands out to me like aside from what my thoughts are on like are they you know what kind of emotional stuff they need yeah. to go through yeah if someone is filling the hole that your dad left behind and you basically give them one chance to misunderstand you and then you're like, fuck you, I'm going to leave you in the dirt. They probably weren't filling that hole. You're lying to them. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to anyone watching it. Yes. And it's a fucking joke to even say that when it's obviously not true exactly and if his friend's saying that oh he was so broken he cried every day i'm like why the fuck did you leave after saying that this girl was going to be your wife and then you're that willing to walk away one small mistake i've been saying and other people have been saying too like hello how many times in relationships do you and i say say the wrong thing yeah. have the wrong reaction give the you wrong response you see her try to do <sighs> that as well to just be like there's a miscommunication. She right. wants to address it. She comes and then she's just like, oh no, there's only so much. No, she's still trying to even at, even up to the end. She was like, you know, falling on her knees being like, she doesn't even know what she's apologizing for at that point. She's just like, no. ah, I'm sorry. What can I do? What can I do? Yeah. And he's at that point is like, mine's made up. It's like, no, in my, I mean, I was, I'm lucky enough that I have friends who do, they don't just endlessly support me. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not about that. Like it's not like a ride or die, no matter how problematic you're being. <laughs> no. And like, I was going through a time when I had, a, I won't go into detail on like the explicit, but I, I had a perspective on a situation and I was like, yeah, this is this and this is bullshit. And my friend, very good friend was basically like, yo, you're completely wrong. Mm. And you're looking for other people to blame for your behavior and your actions. And the responsibility doesn't lie on anyone but yourself. And you need to think about why it is that you go to those places and why you think you need, like, why you're not the one who needs to take responsibility for your own actions. That's a good friend. He's a very good friend. That's why he's been my best friend for my whole life. Who and so, it? Alec. And Word. so it's like, you know. Yeah. That to me is like, I, you don't, good friends aren't just people who agree with you. They're people who will call you out on your bullshit. And all I saw was a lot of bullshit. I'm not saying that all of it was fake. I think the dude is definitely hurting. Yeah. Like that's all very real. But his follow-up, the follow-up conversations from where he felt like Katie slighted him. Right. Made literally no sense. And he was just like, 
it, like, it that was, was the day after. Like he slept on that and then went there after no, sleeping on the conversation. It, it was like looking for an excuse after he started realizing that Katie was more into him than he was into Katie. Uh. Because look, you got to go back into like a lot of things on like look at Greg's face facial reactions when when he gets selected for the one on one. And he's not expecting it. And he's like, wow, I'm so happy that I'm selected for this one-on-one. It's like, wow, really? That's <laughs> that's the most excited I've ever seen Greg. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, this dude, you believe this guy? Well, that's the thing. People are saying, like, oh, it's because he's lost his dad, whatever. I'm like, bro, if you're that depressed and still in the middle of grief, why the fuck are you signing up for this show? And, by the way, he got cl- cast for Claire's season last year. He got cast for Claire's season even closer to that. Yes. So I don't know, dude. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't want to draw too much into like thoughts on like Would, things I don't know. Can but I add? Things I did see are yeah. just, he made a choice in his position that he was going to hold on that argument and nothing Katie would, was going to say or do was going to change his mind. And that's like not, that's not being open and available to someone Yeah, by any means. That's just, he, it's like also just say that you don't, you're not into it anymore. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to put it all on her, put all the blame on her and make himself like totally, you know, clean of the situation and that it was like a clean walk away and break and feel super vindicated by the whole process. Um, one last question. Then we're going to do a little commercial break. Um, would you like, can you imagine yourself ever being in a scenario where, where you would like allow to happen? Like what happened when Katie was like literally on her knees on the ground, like just like shaking, begging him, like, what do I have to do? Like, I'm so like, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by that. Exactly. Well, like, when I watched it, I was just like, that's so cold. Like, I can't imagine like. Michael or or Justin or you or Evan or any man like allowing her to be like that. The times that I argued with people I cared about, like the way Greg was arguing with Katie was me arguing with my mom when she would catch me like selling pot in high school. Yeah. And And I would shift the argument into being like, why are you going through my pockets? Oh, well, you can't trust me. I can't trust you because you're violating my privacy. That's exactly the same kind of stupid teenage bullshit of being like not taking ownership for the fact that it's like yeah there are clear <laughs> rules that i'm i'm not supposed to sell pot it's not about whether or not my mom is supposed to go through my pockets it's like that right it's like once we deal with that issue maybe then we can talk about later how that was a violation of privacy for her to go through your shit but it's just yeah it's so but it's, stupid you know what it's like it's like if it's like if a girl goes through her boyfriend's text and finds out he's cheating and he's like and he's bitch like, why are you, you going go through, through my text phone? yeah it's like yes yeah, sure that is a problem but like the issue at hand here is your huge fuck up not her like mistake i don't know no and he was also what he was trying to do was be like really unfair mm-hmm. he was trying to disrupt the whole show yeah, no, I truly believe he was like trying to push past her boundary that she set of not feeling, not well, wanting and to. And I'm confused because was he like basically, I'm confused on whether or not he wanted to go through the rest of the process 
or if he was like basically putting his foot in the ground of like wanting her to forego fantasy suites with everybody and wanting to forego the rest of the show and basically just pick him then and there and have that be the end of it. I don't know. I, I think that, again, I think he wanted her to break that boundary that she set so that he could feel less insecure and more in control of the relationship. I think that when someone displays toxic behavior, what they're wanting is a sense of control in their relationship. And when they can get someone to shift and push past a boundary, that gives them a sense of control, right? My favorite is that he leads into saying, I love her with that. He has made up his mind to tell her this and that he's not going to have any regrets about it. No matter what happens right before he tells her that he's falling in love with her. And then immediately goes on the extreme defense to burn the entire relationship down. Oh, it's, uh, so that's really interesting to wild. me. It's to be like, wild. oh, I've made up my mind. No matter what you say, like, I, I want you to know this. And then he's like, basically, like, how could you? Yeah, well, so. okay. Anyway, thank you for giving your take on that. I have to read from our sponsors real quick and we'll be right back. Okay, quick pause. Don't know what you babes are currently talking about because you know I'm on vacay, but I had to stop by and talk to you about something with B, okay? I don't know about you all, but my brain needs a little serotonin, a little boost of happiness multiple times a day, every day. If you just go, go, go all the time, you'll burn out. Of course, easier said than done. I mean, finding the time to actually relax or do something you love every single day a feat all of its own. But did you know you can give your brain a little break in just minutes? Okay, minutes. My favorite way to get a little boost of happiness is by playing a quick level of my favorite mobile game, Best Fiends. Okay, but just a fair warning, I always say it will be one quick level, and it never is, not for me anyway, because Best Fiends is one of those games that makes 40 minutes feel like three minutes. It's so fun. There's thousands of puzzles to solve and cute players to collect along the way, and they add more each week, so even if you play every single day, you'll always have new levels to get through. I legit pull out my phone to play Best Fiends anytime I have a wait and it makes the time fly by. That's what's so great too. It doesn't matter if you have the time to play once a day or once a month. You'll still have just as much fun. Um, a lot of games require that you really put in the time to understand what's going on and beat the levels. Best Fiends is fun no matter what. Just don't blame us if you end up, you know, becoming a little obsessed. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Broads, for the first few months of working from home, I literally would work anywhere in my house, the floor in my daughter's room, curled up on the couch, my bed. Please, no angry comments. I know working from your bed is horrible for your sleep, and thankfully, I don't do it anymore because it didn't take long for me to realize I needed a little home office. And in this past year, I gave it a nice little makeover with the help of article having a nice dedicated workspace is for real a game changer but we get it shopping for new furniture can be really overwhelming that's why article is usually my first stop when any room in my house needs a refresh they make shopping for furniture and home goods so simple article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store the with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online and instead of sorting through hundreds of different design styles their team of designers focuses on just a few so you can easily browse pieces and find the best ones for your space. 
and it just gets better from there. Shipping is fast. We're talking under two weeks for in-stock items and free on orders of $999. Plus, the prices can't be beat because Article doesn't have any showrooms or middlemen. They save money and pass those savings right on to you. You'll save up to 30% over traditional retail when you shop with Article. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That means if you order something for $102, you know, you're going to get it for almost half off. So yeah, go to article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay, okay, okay. Time for people to ask advice and we can give our advice. And should we just try calling your mom up right now and see what she's up to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Sorry, I was just saving images of me and Dave with our babies. Oh, cute. Okay, stay on task here. Okay. Mommy. Time to call mommy. Hey, mom. What's shaking? Nothing. I'm just sitting with Becca. We were wondering yeah. what you were up to. Um, I'm laying on the couch. I've cooked. Oh, okay. Why? What did you do today? Laura's moving in today. Or she just had everything to the apartment. So I probably was going to go over there later and do some minor things to help her out. Okay. Do you remember um, there was a board... I think that supported the middle uh, in the big bedroom supported like that whole big bar in the closet. What? There was a you closet. There was a there was a built-in section in the closet that I removed to make more room. You did. So is it, do you think it's out there? I remember seeing a whiteboard the U shape. I don't know. I mean, it was years ago. It which it could be out there. Yeah, because she says by, by the time she puts all her clothes on there, she's afraid that it's going to fall down. Maybe. I mean, I had all my clothes on there. Hi. Hi, honey. How are you? Good. Okay, wait. Gray was actually calling you because we were wondering, we're just recording like a fun little segment right now, and we were actually uh-huh. wondering if you wanted to like give fun advice to people and we're going to give our advice and then we thought we'd call you to see what your take was. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Yeah, just off the cuff. Oh. We can it's just we can off the cuff we advice. Can, we can edit okay. anything out. Okay, what is it? Okay, there's a couple different there's a few different questions that people had. So, let's start with one. Let's start with something light, okay? My husband yeah, did not have girlfriends spend the night in high school. <laughs> she wants to second set the record straight because I said once that Gray was allowed to have girls spend the night, and you you say that's not true. No, I was never allowed to have girls spend the night, but girls spent the night, and I was never in trouble for it. <gasps> Grayston, you are out of your mind. A girl never slept at with you during high school. Well, you know, Mom, there's a saying, what mommy don't know, don't hurt her, okay? Did your dad know? I, I don't know, maybe. Jim just walked out of the shower. He said that never happened. 
He goes, never. Okay. Dre has different a different memory. I definitely have different memories. But they also... Okay, what girl? Yeah, what girls? Name names. I'm not naming names. We're not getting in trouble for any of this. I'm not naming names. We're not putting anyone on blast. But we will acknowledge that my bedroom was next to the back gate to leave the house. So quite often, anyone who did would leave through the side gate. Okay, so you did. If you didn't get in trouble, that means. Okay, so so to defend your parents, well, yeah, because Becca will hear the story and then and then exaggerate. You just say you just said you didn't get in trouble for it, which I thought that meant your parents knew. And now your mom's saying she never knew. Well, she might not have known. I definitely, I mean. <sighs> Let's let bygones. <laughs> Let's let bygones be bygones. Okay, first question. Advice question. My husband cheated and now we are going to therapy. Do you think I'm crazy for trying still? Oh my God. You guys woke me up for a nap for this. <laughs> Go. I was having a lovely nap. What's your thought? That's my thought. You woke me up from a nap. Oh so you have no advice to this woman? Oh, my God. Come on. Be a good sport, Linda. My wife, I don't know. I don't Would you work it out with Dad? I don't know. Literally, I just got woken up from a nap. Next question. Next question. Boyfriend's mom is pushy, and I'm worried boyfriend doesn't have good boundaries with her. (laughs) (laughs) I got no advice either. Why you've dated boyfriend? You've had one multi, You've had lots of boyfriends. You've had a you've had a partner with a pushy mom with bad boundaries. I don't know. I'm just saying you've had boyfriends and you've dealt with their parents. No, well, no, actually. All the all the ones I had were really nice. <laughs> You're terrible at this. You're really the worst guest. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. My partner and I misunderstand each other and assume the worst. Help us stop this. You're... No, say that again. <laughs> My partner and I misunderstand each other and we assume the worst. Help us stop oh. this. I don't know. I have no advice on that either. Oh my. <laughs> I told you I just woke up. Fine. Wow. What if we call you? Why don't, why don't you wake up and we'll call you back in 15 minutes? All right. I have the questions getting at us. <laughs> you are. These are hard hitting questions. These are not like the questions we asked your dad. Okay, fine. What is Grayston's worst quality? I just made that one up. That's bullshit. Okay. How are we going to ask your dad that same question? Okay. What happened to the ones of like, <laughs> what happened to the ones of like, what's an economical car for me to purchase? Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to ask all my dad these ones, too. How about do you love your grandchildren? Yes! 
That's not advice. <laughs> okay, fine. I want to ask you something about Grayston real quick. What is the what is the most in trouble Grayston ever got in as a child? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. What stands out to you? Hmm. Well, no, I guess think about that. Okay. Uh probably, well. I would say what, what upset me the most is um, driving with other kids in the car and um, I'm not willing. What? <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about driving with other kids in the car while we were stoned or are you talking about stealing your cars before we had licenses? All the above. Mm. Okay. Who was a better driver, Grayson or Abel, when you guys were teaching them to drive? Oh, Abel. <laughs> Hands down. Okay, what was the, uh, who was your favorite girlfriend or girl Gray brought home or girl you ever met that Gray was talking to, aside from me? Aside from you? Yes. Liv. Yeah, I knew she was going to say Liv. You That's are easy. so jealous. I'm so. You want to know? You just want to. You're. Rebecca, on the honest truth, he never brought. That's why I told you he never brought any girls home. Well, Liv would and be my favorite ever, too. He so. never used the word girlfriend, even with Liv. Wow. It's like Gold. You know, that was the other thing. Wow. All right. Well, let us know when you want to help change people's lives with your life-changing <laughs> advice. Should we call your dad next? Yeah, we'll see what we'll my dad Jim. has to say. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what Jim. we'll see what dad has to say about this. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay, bye. Thanks, Linda. Love you, mom. Bye. She was utterly terrible. That was awful. <laughs> okay, let's see what my dad has to say if he's not in any meetings. It'll be funny. He's probably just sitting in his office. Just launch right into it. Be like, hey, Dad, we're recording a little special segment thing. Lee, can you cut out? Lee. Can you cut out the ringing part? I don't know if you have a timestamp going on this one. Yeah, there's just a couple parts where we call both his parents and there's some ringing and like his dad just didn't pick up. So, okay. And just cut out the the whole, I guess this whole part with him calling dad. Okay, so what's next? Your dad wouldn't pick up the phone. Should we just answer some advice before we try calling my dad or should we just go for it? Call your dad. Okay, or should we, I bet my mom will be free. Should we try calling her too? Yeah. Damn it. Should we try calling my mom? Mm-hmm. 
Hello, Auntie Becca. You are on speaker with Ellie, Jojo, Abby, and Ari. Oh, hello, everyone. Wow, you're busy. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Okay, you're busy right now. Gray and I are recording something, and we're trying to call all of our parents to give uh, to give spur of the moment advice. But you okay, sound very busy. Oh, no, we're just getting random advice from people, but you sound busy. Unless you want to answer a question or two. Sure. Great. Wonderful. Hmm, which one should I ask, Gray? Ask any of them. Okay. Um, okay. Real quick. Couple with a two-year-old. We're both struggling to make efforts for each other beyond parenting and household survival. What's your advice? Hmm. I think first thing when walk in the door it takes time but you teach your kids that so you take time every day when you walk in the door to just look each other in the eye to greet each other to you know be affectionate with one another and let the kids know that it's mommy and daddy's mommy and daddy's time after you know after they've greeted them and all that kind of stuff and, and taking time even if it's five minutes just to connect with one another. Mm. Put on a movie. Put on a movie or something for twenty minutes and be careful. Hang That's out. A knife. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask the same questions. Oh, okay, you asked okay, my okay, mom. okay. Same we questions we asked. Okay, same questions we asked Gray's mom, even though she didn't give advice for any of them. Okay. Um, no, my mom just kept saying that we woke her up from a nap for this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> My boyfriend's mom is pushy, and I'm worried my boyfriend doesn't have good boundaries with her. Hmm. I didn't say this. Someone else did, for the record. Advice. And what's their point? What, you, well, I mean, they want advice on they this. They want advice on how to handle it. Do they want him to have better boundaries, or what do they want to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, how do I deal with this guy's bad boundaries? Um, yes. business, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if he has bad boundaries with his mom, that's unfortunate. Yes, it could be an indicator of things to come, but it could also be that you know you just have to learn to um, let people be careful to um, let people you know figure it out. Yep. Not really her problem. Right. Well, unless it, unless the bad boundaries are like his did, mom. Did Gray ask me something? Yeah, Gray's saying something. Oh, I'm saying unless the bad boundaries are his mom crossing into like, like overlapping with her in some way. Yeah. So my guess is that the maybe the mother-in-law is. Um, bossy or wanting to come to the house yeah she said pushy like yeah. when it's not an appropriate time or when the when the daughter-in-law doesn't feel it's an appropriate time mm -hmm. so that's a conversation she's gonna have to have with the uh significant other confront the mother-in-law no not confront the mother-in-law she no, needs to talk to him no, about having boundaries to deal with his mother so yeah. he's the one that's gonna have to say hey mom you know um i need you to 
call ahead or, you know, just check in with us before you come over because sometimes, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going to have to deal with the, the fallout from it. Mm-hmm. Probably the question is whether or not he would be willing to do that. We're not mm-hmm. ready right now. And like, then whether or not she's going to, she'll find out a lot about him on what, what you know, if he's, if he's willing to uh, go to toe, toe to toe with his mom for his uh, sweetheart. Is Gray talking to me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear him. No, Gray was just it's like, he, that's about, on him talk with about his mom. issues with your mother Okay, okay. One last <laughs> yeah. question. One last question and then we'll let you go. Okay. My partner and I misunderstand each other and we assume the worst of each other. How do we stop this? <laughs> Oh, well, you're going to have to change the way you think. I know, it's hilarious. Um, You're going to have to think more like, you know, this person is on my team. They want what's best for me. They love and care for me. They're my closest, you know, friend or my most intimate person. Of course they, I mean, it's it's a trust issue really is what it comes down to. Mm. Mm. Word. Love it. That's okay. Deep. Thank you for your advice. Enjoy the grandkids. Thanks, Allison. You're, you're very welcome. Can we all say goodbye to Auntie Becca? Bye, guys. Mm. Well, I see a common theme grandkids. My mom was taking care of her grandkids, and your mom just wanted to talk about her grandkids. I thought your mom's advice was pretty good, though. Pretty spot There's on. pretty obvious answers in the middle of those things. I mean, like in all those questions, I thought the last one definitely was just more about like empathizing with your partner. No, I think it's exactly what our therapist told us, which is kind of what my mom said too. Of like, remember, you guys are on the same team. Or like, if we bring it back to Greg and um, Katie, Katie, he was not empathizing with her position whatsoever. No, it was just Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg cried and you weren't comforting in the way that Greg needed you to be without ever taking a second to consider that she's having a heart. Like when she sat down and explained that like, it's hard for her too. And he's like, Oh yeah. How? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It might be a lot of pressure for her to be the bachelorette and have to choose between these different relationships. She might understand what it's like to have her dad die. Switch between them. Yeah, he carries that shit around like it's literally you're preaching to the choir when you're talking to Katie and by consistently waving that flag in her face of like, (sighs) woe is me, this burden that I carry around. He's belittling that her pain or the fact that she's been like, you know, how she has dealt with those things. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And someone said, too, they were like, how do you how triggering do you think it was for her? By the way, when I tap your foot, I'm trying to get you to look. I know, but I don't want your the bottoms of your feet touching me. I'm just tapping you to have you look at me. I don't like it. Okay, that's your boundary. I'm going to respect. Sorry. Um, I was going to say. Oh, someone was saying he didn't stop to think about like how it might actually be kind of like triggering for her to hear him talking about how she fills the hole in his heart where uh, from his dad. Like, can you imagine how that might just be kind of like ooh, a little overwhelming maybe to hear in the moment? Yeah. And this is where, like, if we're going to go into the bachelor stuff a little bit, this is where I just really like Blake 
more and more and more is because Blake is unwilling to say that kind of stuff because he's so aware that there's like such a tunnel vision from the show being created Mm -hmm. that he's also like, look, like all the feelings are there for me to feel this way, but I'm going to be very particular in what I do say when I express these things to you. Yeah. It's mindful. And not jump to things like saying that they filled this void to then just so easily be cast aside. Yes, to so easily then walk away after this person is now your everything, supposedly. Those are like, you know, those are things that are just incongruous in this, incongruous in this entire situation. Incongruent? Well, incongruous is a word too. Broads, one more quick pause. Uh, I have come to a place in my adult life where I've accepted. I just don't love cooking. I mean, the traditional way, that is. I just get overwhelmed trying to find a recipe for dinner when everything looks good. And then even when I do find something, the cost and time it takes to get through the grocery store for the ingredients, okay? But by the time the dinner is ready, I'm over it. All I can say is thank God for HelloFresh the new way to put delicious, nutritious meals on the table. HelloFresh is the meal kit that delivers you fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasoned recipes right to your door. Finally, cooking can be easy, fun, and affordable instead of something you dread doing. And each week you get to choose from 50 menu items like pecan-crusted trout and San Antonio beef bowls, all of which are recipes I would have never tried to make before, but with HelloFresh, I can have them ready to eat in just around 30 minutes. I mean, seriously, 30 minutes to have pecan-crusted trout on the table? Are you kidding me? It would take me longer to get myself to the store and find the ingredients to make that, okay? I think out of all the benefits of using HelloFresh, though, and there are a lot, it's the time that you get back, uh, where before cooking was stressful and took me away from time with my hubby and my daughter, HelloFresh gives us those little moments back, and that is priceless. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Chatty and use code 14Chatty for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14Chatty to get up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Oh, Brads, I am so beyond excited to introduce you to a company that has products that are so good and the company itself has the most beautiful passion. I am honestly tingling thinking about you all trying this. It's Foria. Listen, if you are a sexual being and wanting to experience sexual pleasure in your life, it should be just that, pleasurable. And Foria's absolute focus is to close the pleasure gap, bring pleasure and honestly lifelong sensual well-being to people with vulvas and people who love them. Foria was actually the first brand to create an all-natural product line addressing sexual pleasure for women and people with vulvas. Foria is unreal amazing. All of their products. Also, Foria's products are always organic, plant-based, and sustainably sourced. Their arousal oil, their sex oil. I mean, the incredible testimonials you can hear from people who started using these products and had major life changes is truly shocking. Too many women and people with vulvas experienced sexual pain or discomfort, 75%. Uh, and in, ordi- in addition to organic broad-spectrum CBD, Foria's intimacy line uses all-natural bot- botanicals like kava to make sex more comfortable by relieving tension and discomfort. Also, the intimacy suppositories. Okay, for penetration lovers, 
The intimacy suppositories provide targeted uh, support to enhance arousal, pleasure, relaxation, sexual comfort with 50 milligrams of organic broad spectrum CBD. By the way, our fam has reported that when used rectally, the intimacy suppositories can help with back pain from menstruation discomfort. This specific product from Foria has been pretty life-changing for me. I cannot lie to you. You should see the amount of testimonials that this company has. It really, like Becca was saying, it's it's changed people's lives. They are incredible. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash chatty or use code check, chatty at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash chatty for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their sex oil. You will thank me later. Um, so here's the moment of clarity I had while I was peeing. Okay. Is something I think that we do need to address is Greg, I don't think is fully in the wrong for having his feelings hurt by Katie's reaction to him saying, we even, sure. you laughed so hard at that when she, he confesses this whole thing to her, which is a big moment yes. for him. And she just goes, oh, I just love looking at you. Which we laughed at super hard because we're like, wow, what a fucking slap in the face. Yeah. Well, you, it was, I was laughing at like his, his face literally was like, it was well, such a meme moment, but it also was a very real moment where he was It was also like, for sure. where like, how does she not realize that that like was extremely hurtful. Well, I think that we, and also like just like super dismissive. I, I I don't. I really don't think. I really don't believe that's where she was coming from because she was like very confused when he just turned. I think that like someone messaged me this and they're like, I feel that way about my husband. Like I'm not like you're so hot. It's not like oh you have such big tits kind of thing. It was like a. Like, I'm just, like, soaking in, like, this moment with you. Okay, but still, if you were to be talking to me, think about how you react when you're talking to me about those, like, those kinds of things when you want to have a conversation with me. And I'm just like, oh, you're so pretty. Well, it didn't. to, To me, it didn't really give her a chance, though, to say more. Like, literally what happened is he paused and she was, like, and she was smiling at him. And he said, what? And she goes, nothing. I just, I... I like looking at you. And she was like looking right at him. And then he was like, and then she was like, what? Like, yeah. And then he's like, well, how are you responding to like what I just no, told she you? Didn't even, no, he didn't do that in that moment. What he did in that moment is he shut down and she was like, what? And he was like, nothing, nothing. And she was like, what? And he's like, well, nothing's wrong. Why would you think something's wrong? She was like your body language. And he didn't admit, he didn't tell her what was wrong until the next day. He didn't in that moment just be like that in no. so many words say no. that he was disappointed no. in her response to him opening up to her. No, he was literally like, why? I can't, what I can't remember the exact play by Mm-mm. play. The timeline was the, the next day where he was clear about how that hurt his feelings, how she responded. And then she apologized. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say, I think it's like, while we're all on the like, Greg is a da, 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 I th- I do think it's important to like acknowledge that of course he was hurt and anyone, that's valid. Would have, anyone would be disappointed by that reaction yeah but i think what's the context that people are leaving out is that for almost every episode the entire season 
she has been showering him with affirmation yeah, and just validation. gushing over him. Yes. And he, every time he's asked for more reassurance and she's always given it to him. Yeah. And I really don't think like, I think this was just like a moment that was misinterpreted, but then it got turned into something too, super toxic. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's where the thing he needs to take accountability for is looking back on himself and realizing yeah. he was giving her outs. She was taking them and then he was reneging on them. And like they, like that person said, just moving the like goalposts. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, she could do no, she couldn't, she couldn't do anything. Right and this is moment. something I think like the other side on what I was trying to get at. I, in a more succinct way and something I've brought up in relationship advice topics before is you have to want to get better. Like you have to want this to heal the situation. Mm. You have to want there to, the to goal, heal yourself. The goal should be to make amends if you want it to be. And well, that's when you start to see, hey, it did not seem clear to me that he wanted to resolve no, and that's what where he my, was upset and about. And that's what my issue is. I'm like, if you say that this girl's the love of your life and, and fills the hole of your dead dad and you want her to, to marry you, then how are you going to not want to resolve such a simple misunderstanding? Yeah, and that's where like... Then I call we bullshit. Argue, we argue, our, our, me and Becca's personalities are very like, we are extremely combative with one another because if one of us gets an opinion and the other one doesn't share the same opinion... It's war, <laughs> but typically even like when those things, not typically every time it gets heated, we're both like sad about it and mm. we're both like, Hey, like that's not how I want I these be things good to with be. You. Yeah. Like, are we good after that argument? Like, da, 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 like, and we spend hours hashing it out and seeing like, okay, what were you like? What was your perspective in this argument? What were you talking about? Like, we don't, it's not that we want to avoid all conflict, but it's that like at the end of conflict, we both want resolution. Yeah. We both want the same thing. We want, we want to be together in a healthy, exactly. happy relationship. And that's the shit that was really standing out to me as a big red flag. And that entire thing was like, it was very unclear to me that he wanted there to be any peaceful ending to this. He wanted to punish her and make her feel bad. Yes. And that's the shit that's like, that is what's so scary in this is he wanted to hurt, make her hurt. Yes. And people were actually saying that they're like, I don't know if he had malicious intent. I'm like, it seemed pretty clear to me actually that he wanted her to grovel and like, and yeah, and he wanted her to like stew in like her mistakes. Yeah. Which is weird. And be like, see, this is what you made me do. Yeah. You made, pretty me, much. You made me have to go here. Didn't want to, but here we are. I didn't want to do any of this. That's like, okay. Katie made you go on the show. Katie made you stick around. Katie made you. you yeah, yeah, yeah. You applied for like three different seasons and yet you don't, the whole Rose thing is bullshit. I'm sorry. You, you, you applied to be on multiple seasons of The Bachelorette, but this whole Rose thing isn't real. It's all fake. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guy. All right. I, do you really think like I, I think he thought he did something like I think he's a little delusional. And he really thought that he like like had his monologue and like did his whole like that's and that's on that Katie. He had his piece. little one liners in there. I can't remember what they were, but he had his. He said I deserve better when she was on the ground. Yeah. And then he was also what was it where he was like he got on a, a big thing about like the r riffing on like 
what does the rose matter? What does any of this stuff yes. matter? Like, what's that's not real, Katie. And this sort of like, what's not, like, yeah, it was just the like that he's going crazy from the process. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never been on it, so I can't speak I to have, it. This stuff I haven't been that far though, but the stuff that was just clear to me is like what we were just saying is like, and when you think, when, I think when you get in an argument with someone you care about, you, you want to make things good. Yeah. You want to make things right. Even with your, when you argue with your friends, it's like a thought of like when someone extends the peace offering, are you going to take it or are you just going to like mm. Dr- dig them, d- drill them into the ground? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, I don't know. Those are the choices I saw him making. Yeah. I feel you. Anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's that on Greg. That is that on Greg. Anyway, you want to give some advice? Sure. Yeah. What are some other questions? Okay. We can give our advice since I'm so disappointed. Your mom didn't want to actually give her takes. Dude. You can have words with her later. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't surprised really. It's better. My mom in those situations gets really shy and cleans yeah. up, Yeah. you know, um, it's better to just start talking with her and not tell her. That yeah. She's it would be better to make whatsoever. up a fake scenario and be like, dude, I have to tell you my friend, Aaron said that like, or my friend Allie said that her husband cheated and you know, she, they're going to therapy and like, I don't know, like, what do you think about that? Like, do you, I, I'm not sure if they can make it work. Well, the thing is, if my <laughs> and then mom, she would start talking. Yeah, exactly. If my mom didn't know that she was on the air, it would have gone. Yeah, she's getting put on the spot. So many different directions. Well, it already did. She was trying to help you. She's trying to get you to help her find the piece in the closet to hold up the closet shelves at McManus. For the record, you guys, I removed that. I removed that piece of wood. <laughs> years before i even met becca like probably like this six is years like ago. six yeah this is probably like six and a half <laughs> years ago that this piece has been missing from the closet <laughs> which mind you she's concerned because the person moving in is saying that her clothes are she's the person moving in is concerned that her clothes are going to weigh the bar down but both there's been multiple people living in that room with all their clothes on, on that closet. Well, Pull. maybe it's just going to be one step too far. Straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, she probably also has a lot more clothes hanging up on that thing than I ever probably. did. Probably. You have way more clothes hanging up than I do. Yeah. Mm. Mm. True. Okay. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to say, because, you know, while you're here, and so, you know, I'll humor myself. I have to say, though, actually, on a real note, when you're talking about this relationship stuff and like us fighting, I. I just want to say, I I guess I just want to clear it up, not clear it up. It's not like there's anything actually going on. I made the mistake of going into YouTube comments last week to read the YouTube comments on our episode. And there are some people who are just like a little wild out there. They seem to know (laughs) more than we do. No, it was literally just like one or two comments, but you know, and it actually kind of made me smile because there's some people that are just like, you know, like, I don't know about the two of them. Like first Grayston has one of his exes in his Instagram search bar. Now Becca has like a guy she used to hook up with on the podcast. Yeah. So people look so (laughs) deeply into that stuff as if like, 
Okay, so the ex that I was looking up is currently pregnant. And she's going into, I think she's in labor now. She, like, the last thing oh, she really? posted was, like, oh, I'm, um, yeah, she's, like, taking a break from Instagram uh, until the baby comes. Oh. So, I was, like, oh, it's, like, right around there. So, yeah, she's, oh. like, in my recent searches. No, but I think that this is what, like, this is what I love about you. Like, how this ex even came into the searches is, like, you literally had a dream about her. Yeah. And it was making you like feel some kind of way. And you were like, oh my gosh. Like, I, and you were able to confide in me and be like, oh, I keep having the thought, like, what if something actually happened between us? Like, what the what ifs of our relationship? And um, you were like, I looked her up on Instagram. I, you know, that curiosity from a past partner, especially if things didn't like pan out the way they could have, it's kind of like what could have happened. I completely understand that. And so then I was like, oh, well, like, follow her and like, or talk to her if you need to get her on, like talk to her on the phone if you need to, whatever. Becca and I are also like, and so I, well, it's just both of us talk to exes. Both of us are still like friends with people we've dated from the past. Like you still talk to Chris. I mean, we reply to each other on Instagram. Whatever. There's still, there's still like, it's not, it's not, not there's no animosity. Yeah. Which says a lot to me about, like this person in past relationships. Like if you're with someone who's like, basically like you cut people completely out of your lives or like you can't call a single ex and have a reasonable conversation. Like right. that shit is wild. Like to everything me. Bl- granted, like there is one guy where I'm like, I don't want to talk to him again, but like, you know, there's some things I'm that sure are messy. I have I'm sure I definitely like, yeah. but the majority, I, in my mind, the majority of the women that I've dated I can call. Yeah. And I'm not on like mean terms or anything. Like if anything, like they're going to pick up or I'll pick up their call and it's like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like we don't go around burning bridges with people that we are close to in our life. No, because communication, I mean, these are lessons learned. Yeah. I, I don't, I do open. not think I've been a good communicator, uh, even in our relationship. You know, like I think there's no, I certainly have, have issues. It. Like living with, Honestly, like the most eye-opening experiences for me were living with women in college. Mm. Like, uh, which it's interesting to mention, not romantic, like they weren't your romantic partners. Like you're talking no, about roommates, female just living, roommates. Having roommates who then, because I went to such a small school, everyone was friends with everybody. So you were accountable because the girls I was dating were going to talk to my roommate about mm. my behavior. Mm. They're going to, you know, people I'd face every day would learn about the things that I said to this person yeah, or my actions. And it was like, shit, dude, I don't want to be, have to be faced with, you know, childish behavior being like, Oh yeah. Like this person handled this thing very childishly. This person handled it like a coward, this person, you know, right. which frankly I do think like ghosting people or just like cutting all ties. That is cowardly behavior emotionally immature at yeah. times at, t- at times it's necessary of course for like personal safety or boundaries but well absolutely when you realize certain stuff yeah um like the way greg's behaving in that thing would be like definitely a like okay like you're not i'm not talking to you anymore but just being like making the decision to be like i don't want to date this person anymore so i'm going to make that message clear to them by just suddenly ignoring all their texts yeah. and phone calls 
and avoiding them at all possible situations and just leaving them in sort of a questionable angst Instead and of concern saying, over like, what hey, they did. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Like you were a coward. Yeah. I mean, you have, I know you have strong feelings about that and I think that your feelings are justified and I appreciate that you don't do that to people. But what I was saying was like, I appreciate that you could come to me even and just be like, oh no, like I'm, well, it wasn't even like, oh, I just like want to chat with my ex. It's sort of like, oh, I'm sort of like thinking back on our romantic encounters and like wondering what could have been. Mm-hmm. And like, it was kind of like, okay, well, if you need to talk to her, like you do know what you need to do. And I do know like jokes aside, even like having Eric on the podcast, I know that that would be really intimidating to a lot of like male partners to be like, what the fuck are you even talking to that guy? I'm not intimidated. <laughs> Wait, someone's calling me. Someone's calling me. Aha! It is Joe. Perfect. Hello. Hey there. Hey, do you have a second? Sure. Gray and I were just we're doing like a little segment and we're just asking a couple advice questions and we just we talked to Gray's mom and ma and mom and then we were wondering if you had a minute to answer some quick advice questions. Sure. Okay. Um, let's just dive right in. These are more serious ones, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Should we ask him the same ones, Gray? Yes. Okay. My boyfriend's mom is pushy, and I'm worried my boyfriend doesn't have good boundaries with her. What do I do? My boyfriend's mom is pushy. And I'm worried he doesn't have good boundaries with her. And I'm worried she doesn't what? He doesn't have good boundaries with her. Oh, he doesn't have good boundaries with her. Yeah, she said she's worried about that. What does she do? Oh, well, she's got to. Very simple. Find another boyfriend. <laughs> Dumb. Is that, the, is that the end of that advice? Next. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, my partner and I misunderstand each other and we always assume the worst about each other. How do we stop doing this? Five dollars, he says, find a new partner. Uh, dad? That was my answer. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. <laughs> I think it's a stupid question. That's my answer. No, it's just blank. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, learn to trust your partner or seek another relationship. <laughs> yes. Dump him. Okay. Um, what about this one? My partner cheated on me and we're now going to therapy. Do you think I'm crazy for still trying? No. Nope. Not crazy. Okay. No, not crazy. Okay. <laughs> How do you get over the fear of having children? We are ter- children. <laughs> children <laughs> <are> children. <laughs> Exposure <laughs> therapy. Have children. <laughs> Exposure therapy. Have children. It'll confirm all of your fears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Good one. All right. <clears throat> and, and it'll bring new fears to you. That'll trump the ones you had about having them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Okay. Do you have to like your boyfriend's family or friends? Do you have to like your boyfriend's 
family or friends? Yes. Do you have to like them? Yes. That's a dumb question. Um, <laughs> you don't have to do anything, but it would be beneficial if you did. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Joint or separate bank accounts? Married or dating? Married. Joint. No, no separate ones at all. No joint bank accounts. Oh, this is a perfect no, segue. Don't even, don't oh, even, yes. don't oh, even yes. go here, Greg. No, this is a perfect segue. Joe, Becca recently brought up the con- the concept of a prenup between the two of us, and I. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! Hear me out. Let me speak my piece. I was talking about I was talking about prenups conceptually, and I was saying, I was like, okay, well, I didn't know that in California. I guess it's just an automatic fifty fifty split, right, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, my thought was, okay, people make every single couple that goes into a marriage assumes it's going to last forever, right? Every single couple. Um, and the truth is things don't. And so my thing was like, doesn't it sort of make sense just before you get married to just make a prenup where you agree if anything happens, there's just a 50, 50 split. And that's a decision that you make when you both are in a good place. So God forbid. Uh, 50, 50 split. Yeah. I mean, so it's same, same difference, right? So in California, you're absolutely right. It's going to be 50, 50 anyway. Yeah. But there are other places it's not. It only work. I mean, so look. Let's say something happened to your mother, right? Yeah. And I marry some gal from wherever. Nevada. I'm probably, I, I, I don't think, I mean, it's hard just to, to say, okay, you know, when I die, you get half of everything. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's different, but... You know, when you're first going into a marriage, you're 50-50 anyway. It doesn't matter. So your prenup does you no good. So if you have, like, okay, so something happened, we split everything down the middle, it's the same anyway. It doesn't matter. But what if it wasn't, what if you're living in another state, though, where that's not the case? I just think uh, prenums only come in place when there's other children involved that are not yours. Oh, that oh, really? makes so. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, in my opinion, so let's say that. Oh, you're saying in your you guys, opinion, right? Okay. And I marry a gal that has no kids. Yeah. Well, she has a bunch of kids. Now what? I'm going to share what I made with your mother with all those other kids when I don't when I've had like a year experience with them. That doesn't make any sense, right? Hmm. No, because it's sort of yeah. like. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I'm. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. For me, I was just very hung up on the concept of laying out an exit strategy when I was going, I don't really, I don't like that. Because they're, yeah, exactly. It's like addressing doubt. Okay, but don't you, I don't even think it's doubt. I was just saying, like, don't you think that everyone has an idealistic view of what their marriage is going to look like in like 30 years? And that's just not always the case because people are people. And that is human nature of like things yeah, can but go it's what we very said. differently than you expect. So, we're so, make- I mean, in other aspects of your life, do you always plan for the worst? No, yes. but I, but <laughs> Grayson says yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about, we, we were literally just talking about how we have to plan for the worst. Yeah, no, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were, what are you talking about? We were literally getting advice from you on, on the, on a real estate investment. And you're like, you need to assume the worst. No, that's, that's assuming the worst when you have somebody that'll pay you. But as far as your plans, the things that you have control of, I don't. Oh yeah. I mean, that's for in the relationship. I'm like, we're assuming that we're going to put our best foot forward in trying to resolve every single instance. We're always trying to find, always trying to find the positive outcome from it and work towards that resolutions. Okay. Next. Well, I don't have any other advice questions. That's pretty much it. Okay, I asked Gray's mom this question, so you gotta answer these questions too. I asked Gray's mom this question, so answer for me. Uh, what? No, I already know the answer yeah, to this no, question. What's okay, the, go ahead, Gray. What's the most trouble Becca ever got in? The most trouble Becca's ever gotten? Obviously, having children before she got married. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. What kind of question is that? No, no like when she was a teenager living with you. Oh, 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 oh. Um, <laughs> probably being caught sneaking outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. We know that one. Yeah, that was the biggest one. I got. Go- Let's try to ask questions where you don't have to bring up painful memories for their parents. <laughs> Look, my mom. My mom. Every single question, we she go. Oh, jeez. I just woke up from a nap for this? <laughs> she didn't answer a single question. She just kept going, oh, oh my ask lord. Him, ask him the question that I asked your mom about girlfriends. What? Sleep? Um, no, 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 no. The, favor- the best oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. Becca's favorite, Becca's favorite ex-boyfriend. <laughs> who's, your favorite, who's your favorite boyfriend other than me that Becca's dated? Oh, um... Love that. <laughs> what's the what's the names? Uh, I think only two serious ones. I guess it only really comes down to Chris and. Who? St- I guess it only really comes down to Chris and Steven. Uh, probably. Who was it? Who was the other guy? Steven and who? Chris, Steven or Chris? Uh, probably Steven. Yeah, that's what we thought. Chris is too shady. Okay. All right. Thanks for your advice. We love you. Where's, um, where is, um, my children? Franklin, yeah. Nanny. By the way, Allison answered a lot of those same, uh, Allison answered a lot of the, the, Allison answered a lot of the life advice questions pretty similarly. To you. Yeah. Uh, what did she do on the, um, what did she do on the first two? That one, those are a little tougher. The first two is like the boundaries with the mother. Yeah, she said not. She said not your problem. She said, "Yeah, not your problem." Ask your boyfriend <laughs> to enforce more boundaries. Okay. And then, what was the second question? The other one was, uh, "We always assume the worst," and she said, "You need to trust each other." Yeah, you need to, you need to establish more trust with each other. And know you're on the same team. Mm-hmm. What was the second question? I don't even remember. It was that we're always seeing the worst in each other. Oh, 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 yeah. And yeah, you yeah. said either find trust or move on. Yep. What a miserable way to have a relationship. <laughs> Truly. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to take this call, guys. Okay, bye. Love bye, you. Bye, Joe. <laughs> Never a disappointment. I love, 
I love how sure your dad is in those. Where do you think I get it from? I just, uh, I mean, think about it. What a miserable situation. I know. (laughs) My dad has not yet been broken down by the internet like I have over the past three years. No, he has no time for it. I too was that decisive and sure three years ago. Now I'm like, well, in instances where you do, you know, we got to be sensitive to this. I used to one day be that, I I used to be that bullheaded. Your dad gives me (sighs) business advice or he was talking about business advice where he's like, if you know 10 percent more than the other guy you're an expert just um, you know who is calling me from lomita california don't <laughs> answer them ask for their advice on the pod no i'm just kidding don't hello oh. i think i got the wrong number three one oh i dialed the wrong number i want i'm sorry oh that's okay do you have time for a quick question pardon me you actually called so we're on a podcast right now we're recording it's like a radio show and we're actually uh, screening people for life advice questions. Would you like to answer a piece of uh, life advice for our listeners? No, thank you. I just I, I just dialed the wrong number. I apologize. Oh, it's totally fine. Right, Have a good day. You, I always do. You too. Thank you very much. That was amazing. I would have loved that man's life oh. advice. He sounded like he was chock full of advice. He sounded like he had wisdom. He was a real sweetheart. I wish. I wish that we could do a whole other segment where we like sort of prank call people. We just call random numbers. Oh, we should do that with Alec. We should have people send in their parents' phone numbers and we just call their parents <gasps> and say we're doing a survey. Oh, yes. Just random people's parents. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? I love that it's a segment idea. But I think that's a good one prank calling people's parents not even prank call. well yes just be like hi we're doing a survey where we're asking people life advice most people are going to hang up on you no I if we have like, their name I though, would be like, if we have their name we could be like hey this blah 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 we're actually doing a, a special survey with the department of and we just make up some bullshit no i would just be like yeah your daughter gave us your number we were going to call you they said you'd give good life advice and they'd be like oh they did did they yeah we, yeah exactly we have a radio show your daughter or your son, Grayson Leonard, put in your number. Yeah, yes. they're, they're, they're an Submitted avid listener. Submitted you for Submitted life advice. Submitted you to give life advice. This is not a solicited phone call. And go, you know, you're going to have to reassure some people yes, that this sure. is not the government. Oh, but that would be so fun. I love that idea. Be like, hi, this is the Department of Labor. Uh, we're calling <laughs> for to, uh, concerns over your payroll reports. Or just be like, end every call with just being like, by the way, we want to talk to you about your vehicle's uh, registration. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Being, yeah. Get, your yeah. Constantly Your vehicle's getting. warranty is about to yeah, expire. Your, by the way, your vehicle's warranty is about to expire. <laughs> Chat soon. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Oh, man. Okay, no. The thing that I just wanted to say, though, when I got interrupted by my dad is about our relationship and how one thing I, I don't... I've, both of us are not very sappy people, you know? I feel like we don't like expressing our feelings very much for each other publicly. But I just want to say people don't have to worry about our relationship. I just want to say I'm so happy with you and you make me feel like anything is possible. And oh. I just love you and I love being with you. Thanks, babe. Will you marry me? It's not. <laughs> I tried to pull a Caitlin and Jason. No. Oh, how are you? No. What were you? Oh, oh God. my God. <laughs> Why the fuck did we watch that? 
What did that have to do with we anything? Okay, we didn't cover Literally, this on Chatty Broad, so now I'm going to need you to talk about nothing this. nothing to do with anything on the show. <sighs> Why did we see that? Just Bro. because they're both ex-Bachelor contestants who, like... It was the most. They always do this weird shit, though, where they'll have random ex bachelor people come out and be like, "We're pregnant." You know, it's the kind of shit that made me miss Chris Harrison. Except that the the people they promote, who they they're reminders that the bachelor has worked for some people. Yeah, that's like why they bring past couples on to be like, "Hey, here's a couple. Here's a successful couple." From this show, the show actually works. So, how do you feel about Here Jason and Caitlin being this- from two different seasons and whatever? Oh, it's a stretch. It's a huge stretch, and it to me it was just like I I don't know. I was like, this is so fucking stupid, and it's just a it, it's just like what did nepotism you- to me of like because she's now a host, she's going to promote her podcast. I don't think it's nepotism by definition, but. Continue. whatever it's a, what it's remind it's it's similar to it to me where it's like she's taking like she's getting the liberty to promote herself <laughs> on the show because she's now hosting it in my opinion poorly what are the hosts contributing to this by the way we could literally have the whole season supported, she supported katie she just had a pep talk them. with katie no, she tried to pull the Chris Harrison save the season move by being like, hey, I had down times when I was on this too. You just got to pull through it. And Katie's like, fuck you, book my plane <laughs> ticket. Uh, God. And Chris Harrison, by the way, would normally just be like, so what do you want to do next? Yeah. How does that make you feel? What do you want to do? Yeah. Um, but how do you feel about the whole, about, about Jason promoting It had zero business being there. Why did we see that? No, but how do you feel about him proposing to her on her podcast? I mean, she's obviously the kind of person who I, I feel like, I, I, I don't know. It speaks to her as a person that that's what she wanted. How it's do you know te- that's what she wanted? Um, I don't know. Her reaction through the, uh, to me, it's like, look, I, it's not faulting her of like, oh, that's a negative attribute that she wanted it. She likes the attention. And it's like, yeah. I mean, she's also, I I just, I see these things on a way of like, she's, she's pretty business savvy. Yeah. Like she's wildly successful coming off this and her podcast is too. And what a way to promote her podcast than by having the engagement pitch on it and then being able to promote that segment of her podcast. Oh, hell yeah. On The Bachelor. By the way, it's like a Bachelor-oriented podcast the same way. Imagine what you would get if you were able to boost and advertise wow. your podcast yeah. on ABC to your audience of over 20 million people. Oh, yeah. It's ruthless self-promotion by the two of them, which is what made me upset about it vehemently, which was just like, this is... A, for, first off, kudos to the plug. Ruthless plug right ruthless there. plug as a plugger you should know oh yeah and i mean also look i'm also just pissed because becca has blacklisted herself from abc mm-hmm. and we could be getting plug spots like that and instead they're going to caitlin and i just frankly you could think be Becca could be doing dates at long beach rising if yes, i had played my cards right real for real sorry babe they could be going on rock climbing dates instead of skydiving dates yeah. which would be funny Maybe not as exciting as a skydiver is like, you know, it's not quite as large as the bungee jumping, but it would be interesting. It's a thought. 
but like really i just think she's getting promotional opportunities you could have had if you just hadn't have literally lit every single relationship you had on fire <sighs> but also contextually i still see zero zero reason why we segued from that episode to just talk about that i don't know either it wasn't even recent right mm, it would have been within i think the past few weeks Last couple weeks i don't know i will t- i will say this though uh no judgment actually i haven't expressed any judgment on air uh but do not if you, you i you wouldn't do that right i would not want you to propose on the podcast i wouldn't want you to propose to in this random room i'd be a little disappointed but then i would be like okay a savvy business move i see you no but i feel like we've had the conversation where you're like you don't want me to propose on the podcast but you do want me to have it recorded oh yeah but i'd even like someone like in the bushes recording it like i would not i don't know if i want a paparazzi popping out from behind cars you know i mean if you want to do that whatever no I just had my a- initial con my initial take was i was like wow okay if those are the rules flash mob and I was literally trying to organize a flash mob to propose to Becca. That is so 2012. Whatever. I was going to embarrass you. If you're going to make me film the damn thing, I was going to, I was going to have, I was going to do something worthy of filming. No, I honestly don't know if I, I want it filmed. I kind of meant just like, like I'd like photos. Like sometimes people hire a photographer to like come out and take pictures after mm-hmm. the proposal. That would be nice. Those are really fun. Yeah. When you see people get all flustered. Yeah. I like, that's what I want. I don't need someone like, I don't need Lee out here. Yeah. Which isn't like, it's not, I'm not being like, I can't believe he proposed to Caitlin on her show. I'm just pissed that we're watching the bachelor. And then we're just suddenly being like, what the fuck does this have to do with the show that we're watching? <laughs> don't act like this is because of you bachelor franchise. It that's had a stretch. Yeah. It's a massive stretch. With that, though. I also think he, that he Mazel looks. Tov. He seems like a real sweetheart. Jason. Yeah. I think he's a nice person. He's someone me and Evan could play golf with. Why don't yeah, we see I if he'll come could. on the show and play he, golf? Actually, he has a. Uh, he has. I believe he has a money-related podcast. You oh, Evan would try. love to talk about that. You guys could try to get on. I there. would love to talk about it too. Let's not lie. But we could talk about you it. Could, over you guys golf. could. You guys could invite him. Evan and Jess, I mean, Evan and Gray have been playing with this idea of inviting people out to play golf with them and doing that as sort of like a special podcast segment where everyone's mic'd and there's video and it's like a golf chat. Yeah. And you get to see how they handle their bad shots and you get to see how they handle good shots. I bet if you hit up Jason and said you were going to fly him out to play golf with y'all, I bet he would do it. I bet he would too. I think it sounds like a blast. Yeah. Good luck with that. Cheers. I only had the two stipulations for the engagement. Well, I, I think I had more than two, but the big ones for me is I just also didn't want any holiday proposals like on Christmas or in front of my family or something. I don't know why that makes me Literally, I said it once and I'll say it again. No holiday proposals coming from the woman who told me I was going to be a dad on Father's Day. That's because you asked me on Father's Day. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You said, I need to know. You need no, to I tell didn't. me. You held it over my head for weeks. That's not true. You're going through a lot. You you needed to make an emotional decision. And it just so happened that you came to your conclusion on Father's Day. But you asked me on that day. I remember differently. Yeah, of course you do. You also have a completely fabricated memory of when I told you I was pregnant with Ruth. Oh, that's a, yeah, I fabricate <laughs> memories when we're you're in disagreement. you your keys? You're ready to get out of I here? I am ready to get the <laughs> fuck away from you now. Me and my fat, me and my, me and my fantasy world are going to pack up and go. 
We're gonna no, take this. Don't no. Don't even. You cannot. I don't. You're intruding on my reality. You're shattering my reality. Just pull full, Greg. I'm. I'm done. Lee's following us with the cameras. I'll shaky. Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh my God. Which reminds me, guys. Last thing before we do go. Um. Live. Live podcast episode in less than two weeks. August 15th, baby. By the way, it will be available for 48 hours after we shoot it live, which means that if you can't watch along live, you're going to have a couple days to watch it. And we just shot some of the pre-recorded segments for it. Ooh. Yeah. Also, um, by the way, if you we guys... We had fun on the beach, right? Here's, yeah, we did have fun on the beach. Here is a plug. How about this for a plug? If you want to actually see more of how me and Becca interact, you should just follow our Patreon. We did a whole season. Oh my God. I watched her entire season of The Bachelor. That's true. What, are you going to have the link in your bio or something? At PPOP? It was in my bio for a little bit. I don't know if it's up there anymore. Let's it check is patreon.com slash Becca and Gray. If you want to watch our toxic relationships di- dynamics. <laughs> yeah, because look, when I first started recording Chatty Bros, Ooh. everyone was like, oh my God, save Becca. <laughs> and when people first started watching our Patreon, they were like, oh my God, save Grayston. You guys, there so, was some toxicity going on at dead certain points. You but should. overall, we had a lot of fun. Gray fell in love with Ari. Um, yeah. I want, I, did. I want I Evan and Jess to plug, their mo- love story, plug more love of story. their stuff. You love Ari and Lauren's love story? Yeah, because it worked out in the end. So it's like, it's different when you're watching him make these decisions because you're like, well, it, you know, the decisions he's making yeah. um, ended up leading to him having children with the woman he clearly felt the most connection with. Yeah. And so I, fu- I was fun to be able to fully support him in all his decisions. Yeah. Also... He would be a great guest for your guys' golf segment. Yeah, if he'd start playing golf, I feel like Lauren's dad is more of a good guest for our golf se- Oh my God, imagine if we had Lauren's dad on to talk about his fa- his son-in-law. Weird, but okay. Whatever, I was more excited about that. Anyway. Like, I'm just trying to think of people who want to play golf. Tyler! 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 Tyler and Matt. Tyler. 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 You know how um What about Nick Viall? Oh, I am pissed with him after his take on the episode. Why? What was Nick's Actually, take? Actually he was texting me and being like But um No, uh, Nick's take was like, oh Greg's just like, you know, whatever. I always know. picture the toiler thing, like how Car um what's his face in The Walking Dead calls after his son Carl. Carl Carl Coral. Coral. Okay, I have a question for you. Would you rather live in a zombie apocalypse or aliens? Zombies. Why? Um, because aliens are probably just gonna be OP, dude. What's that mean? Overpowered. Oh. Yeah, there's no like the zombies. You got are a chance. Just, you got a shot. Numbers. You can outsmart but there's them. There's strat. There's clear defined strat against the zombie apocalypse. There is no defined strat against the aliens because you have no idea what they're working with. Yeah, I mean, you. you know, their tech is way way far advanced. 
at least with aliens, you know, it's just like, boom, headshot, and then you win, and you got to funnel them. You mean zombies? Yeah, zombies. There's a whole... I, I would much rather fight the zombies than aliens. I feel you. That's my take. Aliens just seem like they're going to enslave all of mankind if they come here. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, that's what we would do. But yeah, but maybe they're more evolved. What if they just want to make us our pets? Like how we have dogs and cats. What if they just want to make us our, their alien pets? Dogs and cats are our, like emotional comfort slaves. Yeah. So what if they want us to be like that? Emotional comfort slaves. We'd still be. <laughs> true. And we'd still be serving them. You wouldn't want to be a like a someone's little pet. You have no responsibilities. They just like feed you, give you a cool yard to hang out in. You can yeah. Eat. Except if we don't do what they want us to do, then they're like, fuck you. <laughs> and they're like, kick you outside. And they're like, get off the table. Or they just, like, stop feeding you for, like, a day. <gasps> That's horrible. Or they, like, kick you out of bed. You're just sitting there all of a sudden, and then you're in the way of where they want their legs to go, and they don't care that you're asleep, and they just boot you just right off the bed. Stop! That is really not nice. That's what people do to their pets. That's what people do to pets they love. That's true. Some people do do that to their pets. No. So, No. I don't want to be an alien. I don't want to be a superior alien race's pet. I would rather bash zombies in with a fucking baseball bat than do that. All right. Well, anyway, Grayson, it's been enlightening having you on as a guest today. Thank you so much for joining. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. I had so much fun. Uh, Becca, if you ever want to come on my podcast and be a guest, you're more than welcome to. What's Although I have to clear it with Evan. It's called <laughs> Better Than Chatty Broads, Chatty Bros. Can't wait to hear your hot takes. It's not what actually I, called Better Than Chatty Broads, you guys. It's just called Chatty Bros. You, you just remember subsidiary you remember of Chatty Broads. You remember it's still called Chatty Broads, though, right? That's just your episode title that says Chatty Bros. Whatever. It's me and Evan's show. Okay. Do you want to plug what you, the content again one more time for the next episode? Yeah. Me and Evan are going to loosely talk about Becca having, uh, what was it you called it? You're the best first date you'd ever been on? Mm-hmm. Did you say that or did he say that about you? I said that. Wow. But have you heard the story of the first date? It was a really good first care. date. I don't oh, even okay. want to. Ugh. Jesus. Sick. I'm going to charge money for this shit. If I don't have to sit and listen to this stupid fucking episode and then talk about it, I want people to pay me for it. How much? I don't know. You're getting paid to do chatty bros. <laughs> I want to read my own ads. <laughs> How about that? I want my own ads. I, think, I want to read I, my own ads. I think you got to take that up with our podcast network. No, just my own. I want to make, I want to, I want to have real uh, oh. plug cards. Oh, for your plugs. Or I'll just start soliciting my own ads. People can just pay me to read ads for them. If you want to promote your business on the podcast, just DM me. And then I'll give you the Venmo information and you can, we can keep this on the, on the side. Evan doesn't need to know about it unless he wants to go halvesies with me. And then we can promote, trust me, it'll be a lot cheaper than going through the ad guys. And you can just pay me directly and I will advertise whatever your business is. Literally, what, it doesn't even have to be a real business. Pretty sure it's a non-circumvent. You're just going to be doing like, oh, and shout out to Jason on his birthday. I'll be just listing <laughs> listing yeah if you guys want shout outs for your friends for your significant others you can do that too just dm me <laughs> but i'm not gonna read it unless you venmo me half 
down as a think, deposit. If you think that's if you think that's unfair, just remember I don't know who you are and I don't owe you anything. How much are you charging? Um, I don't know. What do you think it's worth <laughs> to have me read a happy birthday to your friend? You should get on Cameo. What is Cameo? <laughs> Cameo is when people pay you like 50 bucks to do like birth a birthday shout out a special video for their friend Weren't you doing those for a little bit right after I got off the bachelor I was like damn this is an easy way to make money and then I was like damn this is not worth it That's just hungry right there Who still <laughs> does what's it like a big celebrity who does cameos like all the real housewives do it but like big big I don't know. Oh, Chris Harrison charges like, or he used to, maybe not anymore. He used to charge like, <laughs> bro, he used to charge he like would. $400. Chris Harrison. For a, for a one minute video. Would. Like 400 bucks. Oh my God. It's all that adrenochrome he's got to suck down. I'm serious. Look at him. I don't believe in conspiracy right, theories at all. We are no, wrapping no, no, but no, 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 no. This isn't, I don't believe that Chris Harrison's actually <laughs> sucking down adrenochrome out of babies, but... He ate, he does not age. Look at the seasons. Look from back from 15, 20, 20 seasons ago oh and look at him God. now. He looks exactly the same. He's like Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they use Crete skincare. Crete with a K. Crete.club. Oh my God. I should have cut you <laughs> off like 15 minutes ago. I tried to leave. I'm twirling my keys. Okay. I tried to end it. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank God we'll have Jess back next week on Tuesday. I'm sure Um, y'all missed her very much, but I hope you enjoyed me trying desperately to captain the ship this week. All right. And with that, chat soon, broads. Oh, I don't say that. You don't say chat soon? No, never. Okay. Chat soon, broads. Chat soon. See you later, guys.